Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, John, thank you. It is halftime, and normally I let Max handle halftime, but not when one of our favorites is with us. Doris Burke is here for ABC. We want to take this opportunity to have her here because she's one of our favorites. I know a conversation between Max and Doris would be must listen, like put it up on the Internet, podcast, tweet it, whatever. But I wasn't going to was going to miss out on this opportunity. All right. First of all, you've seen pretty much all the key teams now at this point. We're basically of the opinion that Chicago looks like the best team so far. Are you in that boat? I am, and, uh, you know, it was Hubie Brown who sold me on that uh, differential number, which is huge. I don't know if you guys just talked about Max, that. Max, come on. Who's been who's differential guy? That's his thing. Uh, his number. That's his thing. Well, I mean, you know, Hubie's been around a heck of a lot longer than I have. But then the other thing is defense, right? You guys know that from the, the Celtics' last championship. One, they're multiple effort team. They force you into a contested shot. They do a great job rebounding. They, they deal with screen and rolls. I mean... They're really good defensively, and you have to be to win a championship, and I think the mindset is there night in and night out, and maybe the best thing, and, and, and Max, I'd love your opinion, Carlos Boozer's playing at a really high level. How important is that? Well, I think that's a big thing. When he's playing like that, he brings you so much energy, plus his experience. One thing I wanted to ask you about is we always talked about this. We talk about Derrick Rose, but they say Derrick Rose is obviously a great player, but everybody raves about he's a better kid than he is a player. He's extraordinary. I, I just spoke with him, and uh, we were trying to get him on, on our show today, and uh, he said, I, I'd love to, but you better ask Coach Tibbs. <laughs> and I went to Tibbs, and Tibbs said, absolutely not. No way. <laughs> uh, but he is. He's, he's humble. Uh, he's kind. You know, he cares about the city where he came from, and I, I think it's a tribute to his mom. I'm a mom, and I'll say this to you, Max. I've got a 17-year-old son, and I watched uh, Kevin Durant kiss his mom at the end of the game uh, when I had them, and I just, I melted. I said, I hope my 17-year-old is watching that. Derek Rose is the kind of person I would be comfortable if my son turned into. I don't mean as a basketball player, I mean as a man, somebody who's dedicated to his craft, who works every single day to make the people around him better, uh, and has a real true humility about him. It's, it's great for me to be around. What kind of kid at 17 kisses his mom anymore? Because my child, when he was 13 or 14, the, the 17, right time, didn't even want to be around you. They don't even identify you. They see you in school. They go, who are you? <laughs> they don't even want to know who you are. It's true. My son cracked up his car last week. It's total. So I have to take him to school again. He goes, drop me off at the corner. <laughs> yeah, keep going. And keep going. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a cool mom. What is your problem? <laughs> Never a cool mom. Oh. You must have a real appreciation for uh, – people have asked me about what Doc has done for years, flying back and forth to see his kids play, and it, sort of stealing a line. Uh, I've, I've said this over and over again. It's an extraordinary act of physical and emotional discipline for him to do it, but a rather ordinary act of fatherhood. Uh, it's, that is perfectly stated, Sean, really, just perfectly stated. I always tell parents uh, who are yet, not yet parents but may be expecting us of you – and you'd know this, Max, until you are a parent, you simply cannot understand the kind of emotion your children will evoke from you, good and bad, and also the, the, the lengths at which you are going uh, to go to, to see them and to support them. The best thing for me, I've talked to Austin about his dad, uh, and I had them against uh, Belmont and Presbyterian early, and, and Austin told me, the best thing about my dad, he's just my dad. He's not my coach. And Doc said, he goes... I, he already has a coach. I'm not his coach. I'm his dad. Well, you're going to love this because you talk about me being a father, but young Sean Grandy has a son himself. He's a new father. Oh, my 
goodness, and he's showing me that reaction is because I am getting a look at the delightful young Mr. Grandy on his computer. That was a little OPR move. Heather Walker, our PR guru here, had me to try to soften my image during our 1,000th game best? celebration had me, had me bring Jack out on the court. Uh, you know, one of the things when when we all talk about you behind your back with other people in the industry, <laughs> and this is what I, I do, don't. and we're all, that's true, you don't really do that. Uh, you know, everyone, people know, and this isn't, I'm not saying this because you're here, or anybody will tell you, I've been a Dorosport fan for a long time. You are, we're all subject to an unprecedented amount of criticism because of the nature of things now with Twitter and whatever. But for apparent reasons, you are going to be a target more than almost anybody yeah. else. Yeah. How, how do you, listen, I have no patience, as he'll tell you, for anybody pretty much anytime anyway, so I don't handle criticism well with the amount I get. How do you deal with the outrageous volume of sort of thoughtless and mindless criticism that you will get because of the position you're in. Yeah, and I do get that, and I'm, I'm aware of it. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Sean. I, I stopped looking because one time I did Google myself. And the, Never a good idea. And the vitriol that was sort of directed at me really took me aback. And it's it's broad-ranging. It's It could be about my looks. Listen, every woman wants to look like Erin Andrews. I'd love to look like her. I don't. I would like to look like Erin. Right? I mean, my God. And I love Erin. She's a good friend of mine. She's a terrific reporter. I have not been blessed in that way. Thankfully, ESPN doesn't hire me for that. But there's also the other side of it where, one, as you know, it's a subjective industry. Not everybody likes you. And that's the case. A lot of people don't like me. I've gotten hate mail, pages and pages of it in the mail, like frighteningly so sometimes. Uh, my thing is I just hope you're, you're listening to what I say. And if you don't like me as a person at, or personality, I'm okay with that. But if you're going to be critical of me, then, then be critical of the things I say as an analyst, not about my gender. And I, I'll say this, and I... Every NBA player, every NBA coach I've ever encountered has been um, incredibly good to me. And I don't think of myself in terms of gender when I'm doing a game. The game is, when that becomes the conversation, that goes out the window. So listen, it's hard. My kids, it's incredibly hard on them. My daughter's gone on Facebook, Sean, and basically taken people on because of the kinds of things they say. My son gets upset and I say, listen guys, here's how you know the job I'm doing. The kinds of assignments ESPN gives me. You, you know, people are, it, it is, you, it, you, maybe as an NBA player, you can relate more because of the kinds of criticism that is leveled at you. It's the nature of the beast. I'm, I'm well compensated to do a job I think I'm okay at, and I'm just going to continue. I put my head down, I work hard, and that's it. Darcy, I think the understanding that you try to tell your kids is one thing. That people, when you are doing a job like that, if people aren't talking about you, you're not doing your job. Okay. And, and that is, that's, what, that's the key to it. My, my coach one time told me, said, if I'm not screaming and yelling at you, yes. then that's when you should be worried. Yeah. As long as I am talking about you, you are relevant. Okay. And, and, and so that is how you explain that to your kids. I tell mine all the time, you're going to be criticized, but people are going to be critical of you, but they're critical because you are relevant. Yes. And that's how I deal with it. Okay, I like that. Thank you for that. I appreciate the advice because I'll tell you the truth. I mean, it's especially hard for me to answer my kids. I said, just don't tell Mama what they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could show them the uh, the Providence Ring of Honor that you were uh, inducted yeah. to. your Hall of Famer in all of our books, and uh, this was fun. We got to do this. Uh, we got to do this a little more often. Anytime. Of course, we all have other jobs that we have to no, we have to get back to. Now. It's a and, pleasure, uh, you guys. You know, you're parents, doing my favorites. Doing Thank the you. games, all of it. Doris, thanks for hanging out with us. Right. John, all yours. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.